0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Tina Turner. Why the queen of rock and roll is still simply the best. Smashing boundaries, surviving abuse, and inspiring generations of Musicians. Tina Turner remains one of the most impactful singers in history. Dig. Music in depth. Few musicians can be identified by a simple sketch. Think Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones tongue and lips logo, or a quick draw thicket of sideburns and a quiff to suggest Elvis Presley. Sure, he was the king, how about the queen of rock and roll? A scribble of electric shock hair and a slash of red lipstick can only signify one artist, Tina Turner. More than a singer, she coursed her way through half a century of music making, smashed boundaries for both female and black artists, inspired a movie biopic, a West End musical and future generations of stars. And, though she bowed out of live performances in 2009 at the age of 69, her relevance persists Many have come for her throne, but Tina Turner remains simply the best. Though Tina Turner left the spotlight over a decade ago, you don't have to look far for evidence of her cultural impact. Remember the early days of Beyonce's solo career? Her 2004 Grammys appearance with Prince? That's all Tina Turner, from the spangly minidress to the whiplash head shakes. When four years later, Queen Bee took to the Grammy stage with the Queen of Rock and Roll herself, it was clear who left holding the crown. Having been part of almost every key musical development since the birth of rock and roll, it's impossible to overlook how persuasive Turner's influence has been. As one of Ike Turner's backing singers in the late 50s, Turner learned her stagecraft with the man credited with recording the first rock and roll song, Rocket 88. Central to the Ike and Tina Turner review throughout the 60s, she helped shape soul music while showing a generation of women how to develop a powerhouse presence. And, as fans learned following shocking revelations in her 1986 autobiography I, Tina, My Life Story, How to Survive an Abusive Relationship. Going public about the abuse she suffered at the hands of her ex-husband was an act of bravery and defiance, the impact of which can still be felt today in the Me Too era. To speak up, unafraid, against a powerful male in the industry, Turner blazed a trail as hot as any of her fiery live performances left on stage. But here was an artist who knew how to survive unspeakable clashes with insecure bullies and turn them into great art. Throughout the 60s and early 70s, it was Turner's voice that drove a fading Phil Spector's most notable singles of the era. River Deep, Mountain High, 1966. The Grammy-winning Proud Mary, 1971. Nutbush City Limits, 1973. Revisiting the latter in 1991, she took it into the charts once again, but this time as a solo artist, under her own steam. By this point, Tina Turner had smashed boundaries all over the place. She'd been the first black artist and the first female artist to be given a Rolling Stone cover for the magazine's second issue, published in 1967. She'd risen from the old-school soul world of grueling tours around the Chitlin' Circuit to breaking a Guinness World Record for attracting the largest paid audience in history. She dropped hits like "What's Love Got to Do with It," "Private Dancer," "We Don't Need Another Hero," "Thunderdome," and "The Best," making the world of dreams. She sang about a reality, and when Mick Jagger needed to reassert his R&B credentials in the mid-80s, who did he call? Having recorded State of Shock in the studio with Michael Jackson, there was only one of the star who could give the supercharged performance Jagger needed in order to bolster his live-aid appearance. Tina Turner's rise from picking cotton as a Tennessee-raised Anna Mae Bullock to dominating pop culture with their music and fashion seems like the stuff of movies, and indeed, her life-inspired one. What's Love Got To Do With It? For which Angela Bassett, in the lead role, tapped into the pure emotion at the heart of everything the singer has done, winning a Golden Globe in the process. But Turner herself made inroads into Hollywood too, most notably as the unhinged acid queen in the Who's 1975 silver screen adaption of Tommy, and as auntie entity in 1985 Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Not content with drawing down accolades for her music, she smashed it on screen in the latter winning the NAACP's Image Award for Outstanding Actress in a Motion Picture. A decade later, she received one of the ultimate film honours for a musician, being asked to record a Bond theme for 1995's Golden Eye. It's no surprise, then, that when the new generations of artists seek inspiration, they turn to Tina Turner. Her ornate mini dresses, evolving over the years from sequins and feathers to leather and chainmail, simultaneously asserting her sexuality and her you-can't-fuck-with-me resilience gave Beyonce a model to follow. When Miss Yellett sampled Anne Peebles' soul classic I Can't Stand the Rain for her breakthrough hit The Rain Super Duper Fly, it was doubtless Turner's 1984 cover version that she remembered from childhood. Having played no small part in the birth of soul music, Tina Turner indirectly influenced a new breed of hip-hop star at the turn of the millennium. With Norwegian DJ Kygo remixing What's Love Got To Do With It in July 2020, taking it to number one in the US iTunes chart and scoring a top 40 hit in the UK, Turner's pop cultural dominance stretches into its seventh decade. Calling her an icon who I grew up listening to, Kygo has ensured that as she turns 80, the singer has lost none of her relevance, and she just keeps surviving. Having bounced back from some very serious sicknesses in the last decade, she puts it better than anyone else could. I look great, I feel good. It's like having a second chance at life. Yes, I'm 80. What did I think? How did I think I would be at 80? Not like this. How is this? Oh well I look great. (laughs) I feel good. I've gone through some very serious sicknesses that I'm overcoming. So it's like having a second chance at life. I'm happy to be an 80-year-old woman. DIG. Music in depth.